Welcome on everybody to the only podcast that you should listen to Sports Voice After Dark. I'm here to give the people what they want. Well then fine! That's what you want, so let's have it out right now! Our SPAD Athlete of the Year, Nick Kyrgios. Mate, there is music playing in the crowd while we are playing! So I've told you seven times! I mean, I do have to appreciate the fact that you showed up for this show with no working laptops and eating out of a box of leftover pizza. Are you ready? Life's too short to take the under. Sad if it had a live audience, half the time would just get booed. Why is something called Joe Ingles making 14? No, no, don't you dare! Don't you dare with this slander! I'm really into this this curling thing. Dude, Watch Big Sky was down yesterday. They had a lit game against Northern Colorado and I couldn't even watch, watch it. Watch Big Sky was down. You, you, something is wrong with you! Yes, sir! It I'll doesn't make any sense! Draft your ideal NBA starting five based on 20 heroes that are slated to appear in the new Infinity War movie. I think that you have to find the LeBron James in this draft. I think clearly that is Black Panther. He's got the quickness, he's got the speed, you talk about that leadership. Thanks for watching my movies. We are back. Sports Voice After Dark has made its grand return and no group better to do it than the three of us in this room right now. Matt McHugh, joined by Zach Wingrove and Amit Malik, all together in some sort of a studio, we could say. May or may not be Amit and Zach's apartment in the living room, but, you know, that's for someone to decide. We don't have to worry about that. Guys, how are we doing tonight? They thought they could kill us, but they can't. Sven is back. They, is they me, the former set? Yeah, you thought you kill us by not recording episodes for a season. Well, guess what? The fire rises. Svat is back. We're burning wow. it down this season. It's going to be crazy. A lot of crazy topics coming your way. I'd just be ready for, if I was listening, I'd be ready for for all of you out there. We're going to give you this We're going to give you what you want. That's and I don't know if that actually, we're not going to give you what you want. We're going to give you what you need. I'm there you go. I mean, it was asleep like 20 minutes ago, I'd like to point out, and is now coming with life-changing. We're going to... I think that's the most Svat way to do the podcast, yeah, for being be. honest. It might yeah. be. Um, but yeah, this is, this is the most unkillable podcast. I think that's safe to say. Yeah, you know, I was just resting up for the playoffs with my brain. Okay. DNP rest. Did we have a, did we have a bye for three months? Yeah, that's, that's what happened. All right. All right, fine, fine. (laughs) We're coming back to you today with the hottest of takes, with one of the most important topics near and dear to our hearts. We have two great topics for you today. One we've been waiting to do for a while, and we're very excited to debut on this podcast. And that's the first one. We'll get into that right now. High School Musical, the great movie trilogy of our youth, of our lifetime, is a timeless a timeless classic. Is that fair to say? I Can I go so. with that? Yeah. Um, and what we have today is a definitive rankings with extensive research on how you would rank the three movies. And this has been a highly debated topic. As I'm getting notes from our producer, Ryan, right now, with the final tallies right here in front of me. And don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. We'll get into, yeah. we'll get into the tallies later. But first, guys... The gut reaction. We're all here on team two, one, three. Before we, yeah, yeah, I think all three of us are in that uh, in that camp. And you know, if you've ever taken a political science class in Northwestern, you have a research requirement. This this is the type of research that they they've been having the students do for us. This is a research university. Yeah, right? we, mm-hmm. yeah. we you know we put our considerable resources up to the to the task, and we got some great minds in on this. Use some great statistical methods and. We have compiled a lot and a lot of data. We we have a lot of numbers out there. We've crunched them for you. We've got some findings, not only on the movies, but on the songs. And now it's time to share. Ready to go. All right. So we're all on team 213. Let's put that out there first. 
Um, and thank you to everyone who contributed to our very extensive research, everyone out there in the wired world who has heard of and appreciates the work that we do here at SVAD. Uh, should I just get right into the numbers? Is that what we should do? And then we should do a little breakdown? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into the numbers. Oh, get the numbers. Okay. So coming in uh, in last place, we'll go last to first with a, a measly three votes is the order three, two, one, which, guys, I don't I don't know how you arrive at that take that it goes in reverse order three, two, one. Yeah. Uh, I... There's some problems with three, as we'll get to once you go through all of them. But not only to have three first, but to have one last. No, yeah, that's that's, that's not that's I not mean, a true love for if, the series. If two isn't your favorite movie; it's your least favorite. I feel like two is kind of a polarizing yes, movie. I would say more people probably prefer two than than dislike it, but to have it in the middle so, doesn't really make yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I really don't understand how yeah how that's that's your definitive rankings. Putting one last especially seems so weird to me. If you put one last, why are you watching the right. series? Right, I mean, like, what, what were you doing? Why'd you come back for two? Yeah, well, what made you come back for two and three? Yeah. Like you, oh, well. man. Uh, there's very few trilogies that get better as they go along. Star Wars going one, two, three. There's the gradual progression of getting better. Okay, but first of all, <laughs> at some point, I'm sure Svad will investigate Revenge of the Sith. But, first of all, those were four, five, and six, and... Oh. To call the, <laughs> you know, you one cannot that, compare one them. that does get better. We don't know because there hasn't been a third one yet, but it's so far it's gotten better as National Treasure. Ooh, we've already no, talked. Yeah, we have, we've we exhausted it. Already been bad we, we, You mentioned there haven't been a lot of series that get better. Yeah. National Treasure would be one. of them. Maybe a High School Musical National Treasure crossover. You never Could know. Cards. Nick Cage needs the money. He got to train your He wouldn't say no. Uh, the next one on our list coming in at fifth place, uh, only seven votes, and that's two, three, one. The order there. Uh, this one. Again, putting one last is what I find indefensible. Just flipping that, uh, flipping two up to one, a good step in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you can't still can't keep. Yeah, this out. is really close. This is like getting out of bed in the morning. You you get out, you get your cinnamon toast crunch. Except you pour your milk in the cereal bowl first. What's wrong with you? That's so weird. <laughs> it's just like yeah, you're, you're almost. You were so, so close to doing something. <laughs> yeah, that's a great comparison. All right, moving on. Uh, in fourth place, three, one, two. The order, which is uh, exactly the inverse of ours, but I get, I somehow find this more like respectable because I get how you can not like two. Maybe you're not a baseball fan. Two is not for you. That's okay. I uh, this one makes baseball sense. Movie. I can yeah. understand three one two. A um, lot of people that we know are three one two fans, and, and they've explained it. We don't agree, but two for some people is really decisive, and they really like three because of the increased uh, plot romantic comedy uh, themes of other rom-com movies um, and, and the ideas of, like, leaving and saying bye to your friends. It's emotional. Some people wanted that in a movie, and, and it gave it to them. Yeah. yeah. You can relate to it. If you saw that, you're senior year of high school. It pulls on the heartstrings, and you really do. It really does does give have that effect for you. But uh, putting two last, I, I get how you can have that take, but, again, I feel like you just have to not be a baseball person. Not like dancing, not like fun. I don't know what these people like. I don't. Yeah, know. some people saw two and they thought the visuals were off. It was too saturated, too much color. And, I and look, watch, we'll give... I also like watching the high school movie, high school musical movies for the cinematography. Yeah, <laughs> and let's look. High School Musical Three has better production, better choreography, better uh... better choreography. What? Have you seen Scream? The 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 the, the run on the dance force. The the the. the... On the dance board. Oh my God. <laughs> the, the run on the golf course from Zach Efron. No, but that's a single person. The choreography like, it's, there. It's just they ramped up all dance. the production. Hey, like, I'm not agreeing with it. Yeah, I'm just okay. saying. You're, yeah, you're playing devil's three, advocate. Three is three is like they were like, wait a second, guys. Like, mm -hmm. what if we really went all in on this? And then it was like, okay, some of it came out well. Some of it was like, 
the whole point of this series wasn't to go all in. It was to have fun. Yeah. And they got a little away from that. But in, in defense just, of maybe the choreography not being as great in two, there is a song about how they don't dance. Yeah, I don't dance. That's the theme of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Moving on. Um, coming in. Stay tuned for the after dark, after dark explanation for all of you listening that want some interactive homework. Yeah. Go on YouTube. Watch I Don't Dance and read the comments and then report back to us. YouTube I highly recommend. I highly recommend that and then you'll we we're not going to discuss It'll it. It'll change the way show. you see the film. It'll change the way you see the film. All right, moving on. Third place, the order one three two, a narrow margin ahead of three one two, sixteen to fifteen here. One three two again, putting two last. I kind of get it, and I think a little closer here. One over three is a take we both agree with. Um, but again, the, the two last. One is the best I can see because in only one of the three movies is there the quote, what the heck are those two doing in a tree? <laughs> <laughs> this is facts, yes. So like, I mean, one is also the, the class. Argument. One is the class. Yeah, that's the argument. You're talking about some one. great songs, too. In one. Yeah, I mean, we, we're going to see we'll, what's next. We'll, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming in in second place, uh, the classic order, one, two, three. It's a bit of a standard answer, you know. You just you like the way they would come out. And a lot of people, I feel like in most movie trilogies, would rank any movies one, two, three. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of like the one you would expect. Nothing yeah. really surprising I there. think the standard movie trilogy, the way they go is one, two, three, except for the exceptional ones. And I can totally get this. Three might be the worst movie, and one is the first one that did it all. Yeah. It's like, that's the Godfather arc. Right. Well, that's yes. Yeah, some would say Godfather Two is in Godfather I would, One. I would rank this movie Heisman. trilogy significantly above the Godfather. No, trilogy but I'm saying like it's of... similar in that like the first two movies of the Godfather are like by far and away the best two, and then there's a there's a gap between. There's them. a gap. Yeah. And, like the High School Musical. Oh yeah. Two in terms is close, of the gap. Yeah. And then there's a gap between three. Is still a good movie, just like the Godfather, but it's not just like Godfather Part Three. Yeah. But it's not. It's I'm not, really not, not Godfather Part Three. I think High School Musical Three is better. Not only relatively speaking, but just better overall than The Godfather. Whoa. But, okay. Alright, we can get into that, that debate. No, 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 When would we have time <laughs> to deconstruct that? We're never, never going to get into that never, We're just going to let you yeah. say that. Edit and, that out later. Yeah. Okay. Fans, go think about that with a critical eye. Alright, yeah. fine. Uh, moving on, now the final one with the overwhelming majority. We've got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 votes coming in for this top answer, and that's 2 1 3 as the best movies. So thank you to our listeners and everyone who supports the great work we do here at SVAD uh, for coming to us with the, those correct takes on the correct order of 213. Just yeah. gets it right. It I was mean, real validating for us having just rewatched the movies an intense amount of times to be experts for you all. Mm-hmm. To feel like even if you hadn't rewatched it as recently, it still remained in your mind that way. And I think it just speaks to the lasting, like, like that, that that's just how it is, that everyone... You know, it's, it might have been 10 years, it might have been more than that, to Back to Your Childhood. You still remember 2 as the best movie, and that's because 2 is the apex of the series. It really is. Troy and Bolton singing Bet On It in All Black on the Ooh. Golf Course. I don't know yeah. if there was a better moment for kids our age in the 2000 cinema. I have wanted, the second since I saw that scene, my goal is to go into a golf course and run exactly as Troy Bolton did. On that golf course. I mean, if that's if you if once you've done that, I think you've kind of peaked in life. And I feel like Troy Bolton was really proud to be able to say that he had that that moment on the golf course. And two has I don't dance too. I did yes. Which I mean, is just that's a special said. number. It's, a, it's yeah. a baseball movie. Yeah. It's a golf movie. Like I'm looking at right now at like best baseball movies, trying to think of <laughs> off the top of my head. Okay. I got Bull Durham one, Field Major of Dreams. League two, 
And then three, this one, I, three, I had to think about it for yeah, a sec. Like Field of Dreams, High Little School Big League, a oh, Little Big League, Rookie, Rookie of the, of the Year. year. Okay. There's some really quality baseball. But High School movies, Musical but... Two probably sneaks into the top ten. Yeah, I could. Oh, golf we could do a whole scene evaluating uh, golf. Oh, and this, Tin Cup, Tin Cup, and this one, Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, and three Caddyshack. Probably, oh, Caddyshack's one. Maybe yeah. Caddyshack's one. So High School Musical Two. I don't know. Okay. I might take High School Musical Two over Caddyshack. No, Caddyshack. There's not that much golf in High School Musical Two. There's not that much baseball either. Yeah, but but the baseball game is memorable. I don't remember Troy Bolton playing golf. There is. There's a whole scene He's like the golf, golf coach, right? There's it? also the one scene where they play Sharpay with wants him the coach. Yeah, exactly. They go to the... Uh, yeah. And then there's the run on the golf course. Too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you combine all of those things They're together. on a golf course, like, from... 90% of the movie takes place <laughs> at, on, at the country club. Yeah. So, I would say it's a golf movie as well. Okay. So, anyway, up there... They're all sports movies. We can establish that, too. Um, but I would say this one, being a golf and baseball movie... There's a lot better golf and baseball movies than basketball movies, I think, yeah. in general. Speaking of basketball, we're going to break down the uh, the team, some oh, of our observations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is uh, something we have noticed with the basketball team. Uh, I'll let Zach handle this one. Okay. Zach, how would you rank, in terms of just raw talent, NBA potential, from the, the guys we've seen on the floor in all the movies? Okay, so one, we're still not sure. I think one of the players might be Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Skinny Brooke yeah, Lopez. Yeah, he really yeah. does. Go rewatch like the, the scenes. He's, he's the like guy the in the center back. in the lineup. He's yeah, tall. he's like the fifth person in a lot he's of He's the tallest it. guy on the when team. When they're running the lineups of like Troy, Chad, Zeke, Do we see him Jason. shoot ever, though? We don't know, so we don't know. He's, but, they take him out for Rocket Man in the yeah, third movie exactly. at the end. So like, I think they just wanted to go small at the end of the game. It's a smart decision. So if you're looking at NBA talent, that's that's a fireball offense for Coach Bolton. (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to say he got away away with one there. Get the ball in your best player's hands, and admit we're not sure Troy is the best player. No, he's not the best player. Troy, man, it pains me to say this. It pains me to say this. (laughs) Troy is clearly a dear, dear friend of mine, but in the fourth quarter. Of an East High basketball, no, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> but, Stop. but Troy, Troy really shouldn't have, shouldn't be near the ball there. He, he can be spot up and shoot. I think he's like a good he playmaker. Can, yeah, he can play, and he did make he the play. Average, like we, we always saw him make a like. Yeah, very Aaron Craft. Can we say he's the second best player on the team? We feel comfortable saying that. Probably, yeah, because he could shoot. But yeah. even so, like I still think he was only scoring like. 12 a game, 14 a game. It's just th- those are the the ones we saw in the movie. Yeah. I think the other 30 were coming from Zeke. Yeah, Zeke. He's like a head taller than Chad. Yeah. The guy, like, I don't know. And J- Chad goes D1, they say in the movie, yeah, right? Yeah, Chad goes to, that, I Chad goes to University of Albuquerque, which I think we can assume is a Mountain West school. We that's got to be like, that's got to be like St. George. St. George just joined the WAC. Yeah, this, that's like the lowest no, level. No, did of you see their gym, though? Their gym was what what is actually the University of Utah gym, but like the the in number two when Troy's in, at their doing yes, their it is team, that's right it's huge. So they, we've got to assume. So we're that assuming that it's like New Mexico, oh, New Mexico Mountain West. State. Yeah. I'm assuming it's okay. I'm that well, one of those teams, one of those teams is in the WAC, but one of them is Mountain West. Okay. Troy goes to Cal. Zeke is like a head taller than all of these people. Like, where is he going? Cal's to program must be a mess, dude. I don't well, know. how are they recruiting a kid that's also gonna sit? Yeah, that's... I mean, like, credit to Troy. He got the best of both worlds, but he's not... That's not hey, great the, recruiting, the, right? The, the Chad recruiting tape. Honestly, I think he should have just sent in the film Jump In as a better recruiting <laughs> tape than his role in all of the high school movies. He's he's there. Wow, this guy's athletic. He's a great bounce. You yeah. only see him in the post, like in the whole movie, yet he's smaller than pretty much everyone on the team. Like, he has the big yeah. hair, but that's about the only thing that... Yeah, what is well, he, what is he, like, he's six, got a lot of dedication to the game. He spent his he's, graduation hooping up at practice. <laughs> he plays like a big man, but he's like... 
five ten. Yeah. Like, this is and like every now and then in high school you Come get on. like that tough rebounder type who's not actually yeah. that tall, but they don't go play for a huge school. Like no chance. U of A. Yeah. So that was that's a horrible recruiting move. We have some questions for the people dropping bags out here. Uh, someone should have been dropping bags for Zeke. We'll leave it at that. Zeke is that was, Zeke is the yeah. best player. Zeke's going to play at an ACC school. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, realistically, yes. The, right. scene, the scene where U of A players are talking to Troy. <laughs> And Zeke comes out and says, like, why don't you see if they want to play with us? He had that look in his eye. Yeah. Like, I'm going to dunk on you. He knew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can we also just say that the U of A coach, like, has clearly a ton of recruiting violations. Oh, yeah. Like, showed up to Troy's house party. He's at the party. party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at three after they won the championship. They win the championship, and the recruiting guy is literally there at the pro- – presumably with a bag of cash in the yeah. car out yeah. back. Ready to drop this money. They threw it. He didn't even get him. (laughs) That's another huge. Should have bought a microphone instead of the cash. Yeah. The Bolton's don't need the cash. Have you seen their house? Yeah. 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 How has Troy been driving that pickup truck? He has a full size basketball court in his backyard, like a huge, like three story house. It takes up a ton, like probably like two acres. He's driving the worst car. And all through two, all his dad says is like, you know how much a scholarship is worth these days. Uh, property costs must not be that high in New Mexico. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the last topic we get into here before we move on from our high school musical topic is probably the best part of all the high school musical movies, which is the songs. Sure. And we need a a definitive ranking. We'll go top three on the songs. We we all probably have slightly different top three. We might have slightly different top three. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll start with you, Zach, what we have. What's your what's your top high school musical song? Number one, I think, has to be Breaking Free. Yeah, right? you go with the classic. I think, yeah, that's like that's was it in one. That's where you knew like they're on the up and up. They're on the like other songs were good, but Breaking Free was like a tear. That's probably got to be in my top three as well. Um, I wouldn't. I'm not sure if I would put it one though. I think my yeah. number one is Bet on It. I Bet just, on It was my number yeah, two. Yeah, it's so. so it's so iconic. Like Amit said, probably the apex of the. I mean, what's your number one? Number one has got to be Bet on yeah. It. Yeah, it's just. There's just something about that, you know. We we all remember Troy Bolton slapping the water on the golf course. Yeah. He, oh, when he sees the reflection. His, for Troy oh, Bolton's career. For Zach Efron's career. For Troy Bolton's career, too. For Troy Bolton's career, too, to get into Cal because he proved he could really just steal a scene by himself. Yeah. But just star power-wise, right? They took a, they took a guy, Zach Efron. He didn't sing in the first movie. You know, no, we don't talk yeah. about that enough. We, we don't talk about... Zac Efron not singing in the first People movie. People forget. People forget. But in the second movie, you know, they give him the pipes. And, and look at him last he, year. He was in the, he was in the musical. He yeah, was in the greatest showman. He was in the greatest showman. Yeah. He, look how far, he had those roots, you know, getting it done. And for him to take a scene by himself, that easily could have gone wrong. That easily could have been terrible. You yeah. all could have laughed at it. But instead, you believe that he's really having so, this crisis so face amazing. on the golf course. Oh, it's... it's it's really nothing right better. Word, yeah. Really nothing better. That's that's my number one uh, as well. Number two for me, I would I guess I would say Breaking Free, like Zach mentioned. Just so you know, flipped, yeah. yeah, just flipping the one and two there. I gotta go status quo. Ooh. To, because I know it's not as song wise, as song wise, it's not as good as Breaking Free. Um, some of the other like more powerful songs that we remember. Can we talk about how the theme of it is just shut up and dribble though? Yeah, it, really, <laughs> it was shut up and dribble ten years before yeah. everyone was woke on it. But something about that song, even being, I was like, what? Like, when you're in high school, you don't really think about clicks like that. Yeah. But when you're in middle school, you think that's how, like, clicks work. That's how high school is. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, when you're that age, you're like, that's oh true. my gosh, this is so, like, this is so, like, woke to my I experience. must have been, like, yeah, yeah, probably, like, 10 or 11 when I saw that for the first time. I don't know when that came out, but 
I was, I was it came out when we were in like elementary school. We were yeah. in like third grade. Yeah. yeah. Third grade. But like even when I was in third grade, I was yeah. like, oh my god. This is what high school like, is like. Yeah. This is what high school is like. Yeah. Like I don't know, just the idea of like subverting tropes and doing something different than what you're supposed to do. I know even when you're like third grade, like that's like you don't really know any better, but that was powerful. So that song just changed a lot. Also, like that's when they really flexed off their muscles that they could choreograph. Really. Oh man, yeah. the choreography yeah. in that scene is incredible. Zach and I were lucky enough to witness that cafeteria in person. We did. We saw it when Northwestern made the NCAA they, tournament. That was the, the the highlight of that trip, other than making the tournament. You know, other than like course. beating Vanderbilt. You know, that was that. fine. We went to the uh, East High School in Salt Lake City and walked. Yeah. Or, or did our we own tour. We saw everything except the gym because Matt and I were walking around in Northwestern hoodies. Yeah, during the school day. This yeah, was yeah, not like, a we great. We went on like yeah, a Friday yeah. afternoon. At they like don't really noon. like just random dudes walking through their school. Yeah, so we were like peeking in the gym trying to see it and like. A person came up who may or may not have been... It was not Coach Bolton. It was probably... I assumed his name was Bolton. <laughs> and he said, like, you guys need help? You you guys know where you're going? And we then left. We, yeah. We figured... We were, we were probably we not leave. supposed we to be there. We probably were going to have... Be forced to So, uh... We also weren't the only people on that trip who went. No. For, no, for Northwestern. No. We I think, I think more people went when it's closed. Yeah. But uh, we got to go in the cafeteria, they still, they still have the pink locker there. They do still they have do the pink locker. They still have the pink locker for Sharpay. They don't have the spinning well, for, hallway from Scream. No, I don't surprise by I was looking for the button. To hey, also, filmmaking from Scream 3, you know, they beat Inception to the punch by they about did. four years. They, they, they did. Christopher Nolan probably saw High School Musical and was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Sense. And then he was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe in another Christopher Nolan movie, you'll see someone with an angsty scream on the golf course. So. Slap in the water. Could be. Could be. If you I think the... he got that. He may have gotten that from Revenge of the Sith. Because oh. there's definitely an Anakin scene, right? Where he's like looking at his own reflection. Yeah. Seems like something, at least. That you yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see it. I think it all. There's maybe a larger cinematic universe sure. at work here. All right, last song uh, before we move on to our final topic today. Zach, your number three. So I actually changed. I just changed it, but Ooh. I have to go with what time is it? Just Ooh, to give it a yeah. shout out, because oh. like, what a power move to start out. One was obviously popular. There's a lot of anticipation for two coming out in the summer. Like that that might be right up there with Fast Five for opening scenes that are just grabbing yeah. your attention. As, oh, we like, gotta, we gotta ignore the Joker in the Dark Knight. The Joker, Baby Driver. Dark Knight Rises too. Dark Knight, Rises. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises, yeah. With Little Finger, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> there could be a Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight something related to Svad, maybe. We'll Not see. that Anakin's. No, 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 we don't, we don't. No, we don't need to talk about that. Oh uh, yeah, what time is it? In terms of just like a flex to start, the fact that we're mentioning it in the same breath as the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. What a power move to start out with a huge number like that, oh, number two. That's uh, yeah. In terms of opening scenes, yeah, that it's just. It's so great. And then every time that it's now summer at any point, who does not sing that song either out loud or to themselves in their it's head? definitely the most catchy, the one you get stuck in your head. It, it, it is. It, it serves its purpose. We've all, we all know that feeling. It's the last day of school. It's the last day of school. Literally summer staring summer at the class. Summer. class starts. <laughs> yeah, they, they did that beautifully. That's what school is like. Yeah, yeah. Was, that's what you want. Um, I feel like someone has to say it. we got to give some credit to Fabulous, the, the Sharpay Ode. Um, just really power moved by her to two, which we all think is our favorite movie. Maybe not as good as some of the other ones you guys mentioned, but I think it just deserves some oh, love yeah. on this list because that was also the the production on that video and the quality and really just some insight into the psyche of the series' greatest foil. 
Yeah, that's it's a, it's a solid one. Fabulous. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with I don't dance from two. Yeah, I really I figured you'd talk about that. People, one. people really. I mean, it's you know my love is a baseball fan, and when you really just you want to see a quality baseball game, you you don't put Ryan in the game to pitch. That's first of all. Yeah, that's the dude thing. gave up like eight runs. Dude was like, talking about how he was in the Little League World Series, and he let up. It was ten runs. They lost ten to nine. Yeah. His ERA is like. Uh, that could have been some dude, errors. Yeah. <laughs> They were dancing in the in the intro. I mean, we don't. How, Dude, how was he was still getting teed off on. By Chad the should pull a Kyler Murray and switch sports because yeah. he was a lot better at baseball. I thought <laughs> um, that should probably be his future career yeah. path. Maybe once he gets to U of A, they'll realize that, put his talents on the diamond. But that's for their coaching staff to decide. Um, well, what a, what a great segment. Um, we really did, did did it justice, I think, to one of the greatest movie franchises of all time. Um, but we mentioned, yeah, a few other movies. Stay tuned for maybe. Future episodes of SPAD that delve into whatever those get into. Um, continuing with the theme of baseball, our next segment today is about uh, opening day for baseball, but we're going to put a little SPAD twist on it. We're going to give you a starting nine, nine players who are the most SPAD. In the, th- the the realm of SPAD Athlete of the Year, this is kind of along those same lines. And we have prepared for you today a list going through position by position of the nine most SPAD players in Major League Baseball today, today, right? The think they're all current. Yeah, some, some maybe not. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna look into it. Uh, but Zach, let's t- take us around the diamond. Uh, start, start behind the dish, and we'll go from there and explain why our, we'll explain why our picks are spad. Yeah. So our catcher, uh, someone who's been nominated for spad athlete of the year, Williams Ostadio. Ostadio, yeah. Ostadio, Minnesota Twins. Yep. Yeah, he's he is he is the best. I think uh, he got I, bounced in the first round of Sad Athlete of the Year to the eventual champion uh, Alexander. Uh, I just actually found a new website today about Williams Estadio, uh, which is called uh, IsLaTortuga.com, and it finds you uh, if he is if his nickname is La Tortuga, uh, and it tells you if he's in the lineup every day or not, and that's the whole website. That's all it does. Uh, Williams Estadio, uh, for those of you who are unaware, is the best bat- baseball player, I think, of our generation. He wow. does not walk. He does not strike out. All he does is he's this little chubby Venezuelan dude who walks up there and just slaps the ball and puts it in play every single time. Through his whole career in the minors, he never walked. He never struck out. His career totals for walks and strikeouts were like single digits in a full season. It's, it's just it's amazing how, how he does that. How could just be a slap hitter and be that big? It's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Nothing about this man makes sense. He goes against everything that is a current trend in baseball, the three true outcomes kind of guy who's just, I'm going to hit dingers, I'm going to walk, I'm going to strike out. Williams does none of that. He's the exact opposite of what everyone else is in baseball, and that's why he's so special, and that's why we love him. Shout out, Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. I just uh, love Williams. Moving on to the first baseman, uh, Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Not the Chris Davis on the A's. No, nah, he Davis is unfortunately too good for Sad. Sure. Uh, I think Chris Davis of the Orioles is right where we're looking for here. <laughs> Explain. You want to make the connection why? I mean, uh, my homie Chris on the Orioles is uh, now over his last 47, I believe it is, he, uh, which is the longest streak in baseball history by a non-pitcher. So it's um, kind of like Sfad not recording an episode for us. It's kind of like, yeah, you just, Chris Davis just didn't show up. Yeah. Chris Davis just decided to not hit yeah. the first couple weeks of the season. Uh, let me find his and war total year. from last year. There it is. Negative 2.8 wins oh, above that's so bad for the Orioles. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Um, and he is still cashing those checks. His contract runs through 2022, and he's making uh, about $75 million more dollars. What? Over the next three years. Oh. Yeah. Shout so, uh, out to Chris Davis. What a fat icon. So now all he does is show up to the ballpark, strike out about half the time he comes up, 
and then collect 20 plus million dollars every year for the next three years. That's his whole job. It's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah I guess that is. Yeah, that he doesn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. He, just, he, just, he just shows up and strikes out and gets his checks. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, who's that second base there? Yeah, moving on from one of the worst players in the league to the best player in the National League last season, uh, Javier Baez. That's a weird way to say Christian Yelich, but okay. Uh, Javier Baez, some would say, got robbed from... Uh, yeah, did Yellow drop another home run? Is that what it was? Uh, who, who said? Who said that? You, Zach? No, some. <laughs> some. Some are saying. Some. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Javier Baez is the best. Explain. Give us I mean, a little. Like, he's pretty fun to watch. It's like yeah. the Williams argument, like too. He never like doesn't walk a lot. He does except, out a lot. Then he just got really good last yeah. year, and he's just super fun on the base pass. Like he's fearless. He's not afraid to, you know, do like steal a base even if it's just a. Horrible decision, and he can finesse his way around it. Yeah, kind of like when we decide to like tackle High School Musical as a topic. He just does like, it. Maybe yeah, we shouldn't be doing it, but we're gonna let him do it, and it's gonna work out. Yeah, uh, he's just he's just fun to watch. Elmago, yeah, yeah, yeah he, uh, the best. He's like the what was he the best? I mean, best at tagging. I was right. So it was a whole. He's really good at tagging. He's the best and at avoiding tagging. Tags, yeah. yeah, it's like it's such a random thing to be really really good at. But he did it, and he just got really good at it. So uh, props to Javi. Yeah, he is he is fun to watch, and he does like the bat flips and the celebrations too. Yeah, he's which toned down on it a little bit, but yeah, still fun. Still, uh, still up his alley. He's a really great fielder. Yeah. Who we got a shortstop say? Shortstop is uh, Alexei Ramirez. Oh uh, yeah. This yeah, is uh, shout out to Austin Miller for long time uh, listeners of the show will remember not long time. Anyone who's heard an ad on WNUR Sports will hear Austin Miller saying Alexei Ramirez <laughs> hurt his team simply by just being on the field. Yeah. And Alexei, we don't even think he's in Major League Baseball anymore. I'm on it now. But uh, he Oh, is... no, has not played in the big league since 2016. Oh, no. Man. What's he been up to? You hate to see it. That was actually when we recorded that spat. <laughs> yeah, so that ad is uh, pretty old. Uh, and, yeah, 2016. That was when he was worth negative 2.2 war, and then he... Uh, simply by being himself. Simply by, by being himself. himself. He's only 37, if someone wants to sign him. I uh, found where he was last year. He was in the Mexican League. Oh, so uh, he's still playing. Yeah, he was actually oh, not I bad. He had 303 in the Mexican League That's last year. That's pretty good. Yeah. Four. So, he's only, he's, uh, yeah, he's only 37. Someone sign Alexei. Could be a, to help your bench. He, he probably won't. Uh, <laughs> who's at third? Uh, Joey Gallo. Oh, yeah. Want to explain well, why. We, we just kind of talked about Williams as like, oh, yeah. not a three-true-outcomes guy. Well, Joey well, Gallo. Unfortunately, Joey Gallo is a three-true-outcomes guy. He takes it to the guy. extreme. He's not, not only is it three-true, it's either a walk, a strikeout, or a home run. His career batting average is 204, for those of you <laughs> who still like that stat. Um, but, yeah, this man hit 40 dingers last year, too. So, I mean, it's what, what you get. He's going to show up to the ballpark. It's fat. You're either going to get a great episode... You're gonna get an ep- no episode, or you're gonna get a terrible episode. Yeah, we'll we'll let you assign those to the baseball. Outcomes. That's a pretty good way. It's <laughs> a pretty good way to describe Joey Gallo and what he brings to the table. Yeah, sure. who's our outfield, Zach? Who we got in left? In left, we got a uh, Cespedes. Oh Maybe yeah, Cespedes. Yeah. Yeah, this dude is the guy who made his entrance. Uh, for those of you who follow the famed Cespedes Barbecue account, the reason that they were called Cespedes Barbecue is that. When all the scouting video came out about Joanna Cespedes at first, there was also a video of him with his family, and he's just roasting this giant pig. <laughs> and that was, like, along with the scouting video, here's what this man likes to do with his time. And it's just, yeah, this this giant pig that he's roasting. He shows up he's in the crazy of, cars yeah. to spring training. He's he like, been kind of washed for a few years, but everyone still thinks he could be good. Yeah, he's uh, he's been hurt and hasn't played as much. Supposed but, to have a good arm. Yeah. He can host people. He, yeah, that's the, the the best play I think that he made was with the A's back in 2014, where there's a base hit to left, and he drops the ball, and then the runner tried to score all the way around from, from third, 
and Cespedes runs back the warning track, fires it across the entire field, and then after his error, makes his best throw maybe of all time to get the runner at home. So, you know, I think that could also be pretty sad. You know, we maybe make an error or two, but we'll make up for it. You know, sure. that's what we do. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Uh, center field, Zach? Center field, Abdul Herrera. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big Phillies guy. He bat flips on walks. He bat flips on he fly does. balls to the middle of the outfield. Uh, he strikes out a lot. He, he's one of those like pretty, pretty inflammatory players. Has been known not to hustle, which gets you a lot of respect in Philly. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be really good for him. Uh, he's due to some hot and cold streaks. As a player, you know, he's nothing like too... Uh, he doesn't have any outstanding talents, but he's super fun. And... Uh, when he does like make a big play or home run and he bat flips, he gets everyone going. It's he does. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's also solid. his name is an anagram of double. Whoa. Whoa. The more you know. The more you know. The more you know. Who's in right? Uh, Yasiel Puig. Oh yeah, this is classic. You know, we, <laughs> Puig, we just, this was a pretty Puig good just decision. inspired a Renaissance painting s photograph where he tried to fight, fight the, the entire, entire team. Pirates team by himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Puig your friend thing was pretty good too. Uh, becoming a good slogan, a good T-shirt. Uh, getting pulled over for driving 120 miles an hour. Also a little bit sad, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Make a mistake. We'll wake up for it, though. Over for driving too fast. We're still lovable, just like yeah, we. Yeah, Svab we make, has we've been made, known to drive fast. We've made our slip-ups. We've made a poor decision here or there with some of our episode topics. But you know what? I can't you think still, of any of You still love it. I can't think of one either, actually. I think about it. Uh, we'll, let, we'll let the audience decide. Uh, and the then mound? on the mound. Oh, this is a good one. Well, we've got two. We've we got, got starter. We've got starter, got starter reliever. reliever. Uh, uh, starter Johnny Cueto. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you want to explain why? I, I did a little, little research on this one. Uh, so if you go ahead and Google Johnny Cueto horse... The th- top three results that come up uh, from 2019, the most recent one, is about Johnny Cueto remembering his dead horse with an Instagram post. And that sounds pretty sad, right? I mean, his horse died. It's, it's really tragic. Um, but it, the, the thing that he does that's a little different here is that he posts a picture of the horse that is dead. Not just the horse when it's alive. Of a dead horse on his It's so weird. It's really so weird. weird. Is that that's not a normal way to mourn your dead animal, is it? Post it on social media. No. Well, just imagine it this way: if you had like most people have a dog or a cat, if you had a dead dog, you would never in a million years post a picture of the dead pet. Well, well, then here's the you might post one of like your your dog when it was like happy and be like, oh my gosh, look at him, so sad, we missed him, and everyone be like, that's normal. We're so sorry for you. This is just psycho. This is, they've got another one from 2016 of a different horse that is also dead. And he posted two pictures of that horse dead, along with a picture of himself not wearing a shirt riding the horse while it was alive. Hmm. So apparently this is just a thing he uh, does. Which one ate poisonous grasshoppers? Yeah, that was the, that was the most recent one, Popeye. Yeah, but doesn't have a new one now, right? As of 2018. Oh uh, no, I think the the most recent story I see is that it's Popeye died in 2019. Oh. Yeah, it's really it's really rough. Did he have That's room for the horse? I I, I don't take know. care of it. I, I don't know how this works. Where do you I'm find assuming, poisonous grasshoppers? I'm guessing in the Dominican. It's where he lives and where these were posted, but I don't know. Um, one other Johnny Cueto fun fact before we move on, maybe a little lighthearted on this one, uh, is a picture of him wearing a hat. With a picture of him on the hat, and that's just—I don't know, man. Uh, that's here's the, great stuff. Here's the video here of him. This great, got great content for a podcast. From wearing a hat with his own—it's like a drawing of himself on the hat. <laughs> like, who does that? I uh, mean, some people wear uh, logos of themselves, like on all their stuff. Yeah, but that's this like a, like a Steph Curry brand level. or something. This is just like a picture of his face. Yeah, it's his yeah, personal brand. 
Uh, that's a lot. That's I a like lot the for Cueto me. pick. We we yeah. thought Bartolo Colon is like the mainstream. Pick. Yeah, we wanted to go. We wanted to think about it. A Mix little it up deeper. a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, I like, um, I like this. Okay, pick. and then our closer. Our closer, great. because no one else owns him, is uh, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, <laughs> in the middle of the prime of his career, we can sign him too. How much? <laughs> Donate. We have a, a GoFundMe. Come to Snap. You can be <laughs> open invitation. Host. We'll link to a GoFundMe in the comments. Um, so go ahead and. Uh, Contribute there to get Craig Kimbrell on SPAD. Well, he said, He's not doing I, anything else, so. He said, I want to get paid more than anyone else yeah. as a reliever in baseball. He did it, and he's just decided, <laughs> no, I'm not going to no, play. No, we're not going to play. <laughs> yeah. Sources are saying we had a contract dispute with the station winter quarter. No. We just we didn't get what we were wanted. We decided not to play. Bureaucratic red tape, yeah. is that what it is? Yeah, you know. Wow, we were also I'm not offered, gonna finish. I'm not gonna finish it. We were also offered 17.9 million and turned it down because we wanted more money. Yeah, yeah, you know that's a that's a rough move. That's happened to come to a couple dudes where they're like, "Nah, I'm gonna beat that. I'm gonna get a lot more money." And then they're like, "Ah, I really played this poorly." And then they get a lot less money. Is he actually gonna get signed? Eventually. Like, have you seen the bullpens to start I, the season? I know some of them aren't great. Maybe not for what he wanted, but I think maybe by like the trade deadline, some team's gonna be like, "All right, we'll sign him just for the rest of the year." And he'll be like, all right, I'll rebuild my value a bit and then get paid again next maybe, week. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. Or maybe not. I mean, the last time he pitched, he could not find the strike zone in the World Series. You remember that. Yeah. And he was a mess for the Red Sox. They couldn't use him. Um, and then he walks out of that and he's like, well, I know I just look like a mess for the last couple of weeks, but right now, give me the most money that any reliever's ever gotten. That's pretty, I respect that. You gotta, you gotta be a certain kind of guy to do that. Um, so shout out to Craig. Great. I hope you get, hope you get signed at some point, buddy. But we're rooting for you. Yes. Um, well, that just about does it for this episode of Sports Voice After Dark. There's no lightning round today. Uh, that's a lot of preparation work, and it's a very sad move. We have just decided not to do that. Lightning round may never be coming it, back. It, maybe at some point, maybe it not. Could, it could. We'll see. Uh, stay tuned for future episodes of SPAD. Um, we'll be back at some point. I don't know yeah, when. Avengers Endgame coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. We will be back for... We also for... have Game of Thrones. With Thrones, There's... Avengers. There's a lot of content to be had uh, in the next few months. So we will be back in the near future for you guys. Uh, but that is all for today. Thank you for listening. A, a really classic episode of Spad here. Uh, and we'll see you next time. I'm not gonna stop. That's who I am. I'll give you